Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the show, the best show on the internet. This is The RR Show. I'm Andy, and today I am taking you on a wonderful journey into malicious compliance. But before we get started, I have one quick favor to ask you. It will take two seconds, I promise. Just drop us a review on this show wherever you're watching it. Give us some of those stars. We love those stars. And maybe share it to your friends, because if you love it, they'll love it too. And if you share it with them, they'll love you for sharing something that you love with them that they love. You get it? Takes a couple of seconds, makes a big deal for us. It's a big help. Thanks, guys. But here we go. Grab your tea and your popcorn as we jump in with our first story from you slash ancient educator 76 with the story Handy Candy. Tonight, only on Disney Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney Plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I teach middle school, and even though I'm not the cool teacher, I like to say that I have a solid relationship with my students, good enough to get them to work hard for me. Their latest diagnostic shows this in spades. As I release one of my tech classes to lunch, I see a one-foot-tall plastic jar of Copico candies. It's a cappuccino candy that's sweet with a mild coffee flavor. I know this because I tasted this delectable treat as I saw them in the common area. We all put things into the common area for other teachers to eat, utilize, etc. It's literally a zone identified as a take some but not all sort of thing. So I took some. By some, I mean half a handful, like eight of them, representing maybe 1% of the jar maximum. I give them to seemingly random kids in my class as they enter for mathematics, but I'm truly picking the kids I've earmarked as having the highest growth regardless of level. They were so ecstatic to receive such a treat. Kids really dig this stuff. Even if they didn't like the flavor, it's the form that counts. Anyway, one kid loved it so much she went bragging at the end of class about the candy she had whilst passing the teacher who evidently left the jar there for everybody. The fact that the joy of a young child's face brought such a disdain-fueled front to anybody is downright criminal. But for a teacher, come on, man. She then turned in my direction, wagging her veiny, decrepit, hate-infused phalange at me, saying, Are you serious? Don't be handing these candies to students. That's not what they're for, and you know it. She shook her head, walked away, and... Just as the last bell was ringing and kids were in class, finally she turned back to scoff, as if she hadn't been enough drama already. Enter Delicious Compliance. The next day, I truly expected to not see the jar of candies there, but there it stood in all its toupee glory, 
No sign or anything, just a vague memory of the words, don't you hand these to students. My maths class comes in again, and after I take attendance, I go, okay, who didn't get a candy yet and wants one? 18 some odd hands raised. That's exactly how many I threw, tossed and slid to students' waiting arms. A thank you for trying so hard on the exam. I've got to hand it to that teacher, though. She really found a way to extract the petty out of me. Although I'm pretty sure it's as easy as getting juice from an orange. Quick, it's a gap between stories. It's an ideal time to quickly leave us a review. It's a massive help for us, and it's one swipe of the thumb. Take a second, leave us a review, share the show. That'd be awesome. Our next story, though, is from... Inter inert in inert zero. There we go. That's what it is. Go get another offer. Okay. Well, this one happened last summer. I've been working at an office for about three years. We were starting to come back to a hybrid schedule. Perhaps not coincidentally, not long after I caught COVID, and I was just so tired for the next month. My workload had been getting even higher and higher. Every time I'd tell my manager I had too much to do and we needed to offload some of it to someone else, he'd tell me, oh, well, you're doing a good job. Keep it up, buddy. He generally didn't listen to anything you told him, and my job was simpler the more I avoided him. I'd previously been at a place I enjoyed, but I took a chance on a move to fill some experience in my career I felt I needed. Even up to this point, despite the burnout, I felt like it was the position I wanted to be in. Then my manager starts telling me about how he's working on hiring someone who used to work there before I did, who was at the place I had come from. He has the same level of experience as me, but he's commanding a salary 20% higher than I was making. Now this really upset me. I tried to let it go, but after a few days I confronted my manager saying that if the new guy was coming in at a higher salary, I should get a bump in pay too. Ah, go get another offer. I can't do anything unless you've got another offer. Something in my head snapped. Between COVID fatigue and burnout, I realized how exhausted I was and that it was time to leave. That day, I called my previous employer and three days later, I had signed a job offer. I'm now making that 20% more, have an appropriate amount of work and report to a manager who listens to what I say. Our next story is from Joseph Nightwolf7. She said, contact a lawyer. Well, okay. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Do you enjoy science, spooky stories, and all things paranormal? We do too. While we would love for most paranormal stories to be true, we are here to tell you that they probably aren't. But that doesn't make them any less fun to speculate about. We are the Spooky Science Sisters podcast. 
In this podcast, we bring you bi-weekly discussions on possible scientific explanations behind the supernatural. Backed up by research articles and other credible sources, we do deep dives into things like archaeology and physics and share in-depth discussions with topic experts. Visit us at SpookyScienceSisters.com to listen to a couple of skeptics debunk some of your favorite alien encounters, cryptid sightings, and ghost stories with science, sass, and a significant amount of laughter. Thank you, and stay spooky. Injured at work, ambulance, hospital, doctors, inpatient therapy, outpatient therapy, excellent first class. Insurance did not cut corners. During hospitalization, some small nerve damage was found. I was told it could last for years or fix itself. Immediate solution, a pill, used for the treatment of mild Parkinson's. One a day, if needed. It worked well. During my eight months of therapy, I used about 15 to 20 pills a month. Physical therapy completed, great therapist, I returned to work. The pills were prescribed in a frequency greater than my use, but the pharmacy would call on schedule to pick up more. At one point, I realized they'd not called, so I called. Prescription expired, I was told. Well, I had plenty of unused pills, so not in a rush for more. I contacted the insurance company, told, case closed. I argued that this was part of the original diagnosis and might continue for years. Case closed was the response. I offered to pay for the pills, but needed the script from the doctor to get more. I was told that all I could do was reopen the claim. Okay, thank you. How do I do that? The answer was given. Call a lawyer, she said. I've been treated very well by the insurance company up to this point without litigation, but okay. $84,000 plus their legal fees. The pills were 38 cents each. $81 a year. All I wanted were the pills. Note to underwriters, don't be in such a rush to end workman's comp claims. I just wanted the pills. Our next story is posted by Nerdy Girl. Christmas carols, you say. This isn't as epic as some MCs I've read on here, but it is a fond memory for me. Like many high schoolers in the US, I had a job at the local fast food chain. I hated the Golden Arches, but it was a job, and during the summer I could work opening to lunch, and then work a second job in the evenings. Morning shift was manageable, and I worked drive through There were periods of activity, but nothing like the lunch rush, so there was only downtime. During quiet periods, we were expected to wash trays, put together Happy Meal boxes, and prepare for the lunch rush as much as possible. One of my classmates also got a job at this particular establishment, and we were in a choir at high school together. He started and was also put on a drive-thru. I was the cashier window, and he was handing orders out the window. These two spaces were connected by a tiled hallway, and one morning during a slow period, he and I started singing together to pass the time. Important to note that the inside of the restaurant was always dead at 6am. A vast majority of the orders came through the drive-thru, so it's not as if we were disturbing any customers inside. A few days of this passed, and eventually our manager came out and told us to stop. We asked why, and he had no good reason, especially since we were still doing everything our jobs required of us. After he realized how silly it was to insist we stop singing, 
he offered that we could still sing, but we had to sing Christmas carols. I am sure he believed this would be a deterrent to us given that it was the middle of summer. Oh, how badly he misjudged these two choir nerds. We started belting out Christmas carols with gusto and enjoying every minute. I don't remember how long it was before he came back out and said we seriously had to stop, but everyone on staff enjoyed the concert that morning. Our next story is from Supervisor Confession. No written notice, no can do. So I work at a major university in the USA. I run a night crew that works a swing shift. Every six months or so, upper management likes to have some all-staff meetings where everyone in our department shows up to listen to them talk about how great they are. Overall, pretty big waste of time. First one I ever went to, I was forced to go to by my previous supervisor. I had to be there at 10 a.m. for a 90-minute meeting. My normal start time was 4 p.m., so this was a huge inconvenience. The next year, that supervisor had left and I was the new supervisor. I knew another meeting was coming because I'd received several emails about it. However, I had read the contract and it's required that any temporary shift change require 48 hours written notice. So I decided to say nothing. Finally, less than 24 hours before the event, we finally receive our notice. I immediately reply, saying they had failed to give us 48 hours notice and we would not be attending. My manager was initially upset because I didn't say anything earlier. I informed him that wasn't my job and pointed to the contract. He eventually gave in and said, fine, you don't have to come, next time we'll give you more notice. However, I decided to make this a larger issue. I spoke to the director who was also upset we wouldn't be attending. So I offered that we could do a similar event for the night crew. Long story short, ever since then, we now have a separate event at night. Turns out there is far more than just our shop. There are several other groups, including custodians, who also don't have to adjust their shifts. I never intended it to be that far-reaching, but that simple rule saved us a ton of heartache. No one thinks about the night crew. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. True terrors of horror, bizarre happenings, unexplainable events. On our podcast, Disturbed, Terror Takes Center Stage. Each episode is a journey into the darkest corners of human existence, delving into bone-chilling tales of kidnappings, serial killers, maniacs, and the very essence of your worst nightmares coming to life on this weekly true horror show. Disturbed is not for the faint of heart. It's an exploration of real, unadulterated horror sourced from everyday people. Each episode is a descent into the macabre, where we narrate stories that will leave you on the edge of your seat and crawling in your skin. We navigate the disturbing narratives that lurk in the shadows, offering a raw and unfiltered listen into the most terrifying aspects of the human experience. 
Enter at your own risk and let the unsettling tales unfold in the haunting realm of Disturbed. And remember, listeners, stay safe out there.